I've got some bad news for you. What's that? The American Dream Dusty Rhodes died. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note, you are listening to Jim and Eric present Jamerica with Jim and Eric, this time with 100% less Eric. Um, today on Monday, June 15th, I have with me a very, 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 very special guest. And for those of you who listen to the Fool's Gold Rush podcast, you might be finding this in your little inbox of your iPod right now. Oh, oh yeah. It's Craig Massey. Hi. I just popped in your ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Fun. That's something we don't have in our Gold Rush podcast. So, yeah, so, so really you, value. We have people that don't know what's going on on either side of the aisle. So let's explain. It's a little mini crossover episode. Craig and I, for the last four years, have been doing a podcast about... Gold Rush on Discovery Channel, where we, we recap every episode. They're all still online. It's fun times. I think a lot of the episodes are on Netflix. You can catch up. You can listen to us laugh faster, about faster. the show. <laughs> um, talk faster. I'm trying to talk faster. <laughs> and then uh, most people that are fans of the podcast think the podcast is more fun than the show, which mm-hmm. is a, a nice compliment if I do say so myself. You got that right. And for you Gold Rush fans that are finding yourself listening to this, you haven't heard us on the podcast waves for a while because there's been no show on. So mm-hmm. now we're giving you this little special gift because my normal co-host eric just had a baby and it's harder for him to record Mm -hmm. right now so here craig is being a valiant a valiant person in helping a hero a real a real hero Mm -hmm. um so here we are dusty roads yeah it's a real you know everyone dies so that's something to understand but you know it's always sad when someone you you know and and uh someone sort of around the same age as my father passes away was he like I feel like he looked sort of like sickly, like he looked thinner than he should recently, but I couldn't tell if that meant he was doing better or something. Like, was he sick or was it totally out of nowhere? Do you know anything? Yeah, he fell down. Oh, and, really? Um, oh, wow. And okay. then, like, I don't know if, and then apparently his there was some sort of kidney failure slash dehydration type of thing. So it was just like a fall. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. The last I had read about it, it was like undisclosed so I'm like it could be anything it could mm-hmm. be like he had cancer and nobody knew you know it could have been anything I guess so like I, yeah, I wasn't I think sure just fell down the wrong way and just <sighs> something went wrong man. terribly horribly wrong that's scary well mm-hmm. hard times man my uh, heart goes out to the Rhodes family or the Runnels family I guess mm-hmm. really um, that sucks and you know I don't have a lot of like sentimental attachment to him but the more I've learned about classic wrestling the more I've come to appreciate him oh yeah but I never actually really saw him wrestle and he was one of those guys before I knew anything it, he's like this kind of like big fat guy he was mm-hmm. like it was harder for me to do the suspension of disbelief, but I guess he was so charismatic and good, it could really didn't matter. It was, like, part of it. And, but also, I guess, relative to how big he was, or sort of didn't look like the prototypical wrestler or whatever. Right. Um, but uh, he could move in the ring pretty well, and he had that... He had some some dance moves, and he had the bionic elbow, which, which is a do. great name for <laughs> yeah. the bionic elbow. Clearly, when Six Million Dollar Man was out, <laughs> yeah. that's why he said it. They like, called it that. Yeah. Got that bionic elbow, baby. <laughs> daddy, hey, daddy. Yeah, but yeah, everyone's been playing this uh, or saying hard times, and I didn't realize this was a promo that he did. That was a seen, very important, I guess. Yeah, I had seen notable. it a long time ago, and then like it got replayed again. And mm-hmm. like, you've been. Rick Flair, you've been putting us through hard times. America through hard times. Yeah, yeah. This is for the steel workers and the car workers who lost their job. This is for the man who worked for a company for thirty years and then they give you a gold watch and kick you on the butt. They That's got hard re- times. You got replaced by a computer. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, oh, he's great. Yeah, and I like the line: uh, "I wine dined with kings and queens, and I've been in the alley eating pork and beans, baby." <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange that like they had the whole dichotomy like. 
for those who don't know, we're going to talk a lot about wrestling this this week, yeah. guys. Yeah, it was, yeah, we'll see where. I'm not going to apologize. I'm just saying it, it's a fact because it's what we've been talking about a lot. It's my fault. I got him back in the fold. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's originally fault. his fault that he got me into wrestling in the first place, like 15 years ago. Now it's my fault that we're both back into it because mm-hmm. we had a a good decade layoff. Like, yeah. like really, you know, that's kind of like you know. You had your chip, your blue chip for not drinking for 10 years. And it's like, ah, I'll have a drink. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And we're back. Like, it's kind of yeah. what, where we're at right now. Um, yeah, we're drunk on wrestling. But, like, the, it was a really funny thing. I think I read about it in Squared Circle where, like, it was supposed to be, you know, Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes were, like, the arch rivals of all mm-hmm. time. And, like, Ric Flair was the style and profile and rich guy always wearing, like, $5,000 yeah. suit or whatever. A- alligator shoes. But then, but like, then Dusty Rhodes is the everyman. But then you always saw Dusty Rhodes after a while with, like, fur coats and, like, left, like yeah, so I was, was like, a- wait, wait, wait a second here. But th- I think the idea was supposed to be he was the everyman who earned it. So then it was, like, you could be happy for him to have all this, this success, whereas Ric Flair is just an asshole who was handed to him on a silver platter. Yeah. Although... In theory, he where did he get all the money? Probably from being a good wrestler. I don't know, but I don't know if the character was he was born rich. I'm not. Really he sure. was, yeah. That was in one of the promos that he did. He said that just you know, I don't know why people get mad at me because I was born with a, a golden spoon in my mouth. Like, so there you go. That's the difference. Like, yeah. you, you can have two rich guys, but one guy fought his way to the top, and one guy mm-hmm. was given it, and that's that's yeah. the, the difference. Yeah, that's where the dusty finish came from when Rick against Ric Flair when Dusty won the title, but they took it away from him after because of <laughs> different referees. <laughs> it's, it's so bullshit, but it's so awesome. Yeah. Well, that shows that guy was a genius for wrestling. That's the kind of thing. I don't know if people would have thought of that before that happened to be like, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. We can because we can't just have me win the championship. Yeah, because then the story's done. And the story's over. Like, the fun thing was watching him try to beat Ric Flair, but once he beats him, then it's like, where do you go? Mm-hmm. So he found a way I can beat him and then not beat him. <laughs> it's like, it's perfect. Then mm-hmm. I can try to beat him again and then not beat him. Like, it, it's great. Yeah. So it, rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes. Yep. Awesome name, too. Yeah. For well, Virgil Runnels. Virgil his, Runnels became... Runnels, yeah, is his first name. Or his, his real name. Yes. Where does the... Oh, then he named his son Dustin based on his name Dusty. I guess, yeah. Because his son, Goldust, his name is Dustin Runnels. Mm-hmm. But then his other son, Cody, is Cody Rhodes. But I think his real name is Cody Runnels. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that might, Runnels, I think his last name really is Runnels, but then he mm-hmm. went with Rhodes just hmm. because. Yeah, hey, might as well. Use the name. Use what you, you, what you got. Well, it's like Charlotte Flair. It's like Ric Flair's daughter. His yeah. last name really isn't Flair. Yeah. It's Fleer. It's actually really close. Yeah, but there's some sort of E and an H in there or something. Or like Brooke Hogan. Oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's last name is Boella. Yeah. Or Bolia or whatever. Tony in, or something? Or uh, Terry? Terry? Terry, yeah, Terry Bolia or <laughs> Boella, I forget. And, you know, her name is Brooke Boella, but it's like, no, I'm Brooke Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, whatever. If you got an in, or you got an inch, you take a foot. Exactly. The guy like Stone Cold, he changed his name to Steve Austin. His name yep. is legally Steve Austin now. Which yeah. It's pretty awesome. Oh, might as well. Shit. Oh, sorry to swear for no reason. Oh, we can shit all we want. (laughs) I don't want to shit a while I'm a watch on this one. (laughs) I'm as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a rocking chair factory. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... What do you want to talk about? Do you have anything? You anything? Um, any burning things? Or do you want me to look through my list of stuff? I don't know how many news items I have. Since you promised... Um, that I would be on the podcast a month ago. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Started putting on some, uh, so I haven't taken any notes because I never, you know, um, not since then. But there was one thing that I wanted to bring up, something okay. that happened to me a little while ago. Okay. Um, so I was on, I was driving to a screening for see a movie in Beverly Hills for work, and uh, so it's notable. Ooh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry for spiking the mic. Yeah, what you need? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very, I'm a, I'm a very important person, VIP. Um. 
Um, so it's 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 important that I said that I'm in Beverly Hills. I think that this is this sure is no, part yeah. of it. So I'm at an I'm at an intersection, and the and I, I pull up to. There's a couple cars in front of me at a stoplight. This big SUV goes the opposite way. So it, I'm going traveling west. This car is going north, and as it goes through the intersection, they just throw up like this person just throughout their moonroof or whatever, they throw up a bunch of $100 bills. Probably what? like two to $3,000. So, and it's all fluttering down. I'm looking down like, is that actually like money? Like, and one, like the wind like takes it and uh, one of the bills and it goes past, past my car. I'm like, holy shit, that's like hundred like $100 bills. And then people were getting out of their cars and running around. Kids were running across the street. Like, this is a busy street too. Oh my God. To like go and like get this money. And I had like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm just going to stay in my car. I'm not going to get out. It's dangerous. And also, like, I feel like a shithead. Like, I'm groveling. Like, I'm like some sort of snither. Like, like this little... is what this guy wanted. Yeah. I want to watch people... those fucking cockroaches and get on their hands and knees yeah. and pick up this money. Like, an old woman got out of the car in front of me, and she was, like, picking up the money. I was like, God, this is, like, some like some, it's, like, some sort of weird, like, Kings of New- not what was it Gangs of New York type of thing like but you could you buy th- a f- I bet you could buy a couple of PlayStation Four games with that money though. Yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool I know but but I just I didn't and and you know what it, like a hunt I can pick up a, a couple of the bills you know get a couple hundred dollars or whatever but um, um and that's you know a couple hundred dollars is nothing to sneeze at but it's not going to change my life and I feel no. like I would have felt dirty and like a little sniveling piece of shit you could kind of never go back yeah from that like you know i don't know if 300 dollars can buy you your dignity back. yes exactly so i didn't do it i maintained my dignity but yeah i was just wondering because I, I brought that up to uh one of our other friends and he was like oh i would have gotten out of that car and grabbed that money i gotta be you honest gotta i probably would have got out too unless yeah. it was like really dangerous like, mm-hmm. i probably i at least would have if something came really, I don't know if I'd run into the intersection to get it, mm-hmm. but if something blew past my car, or was yeah. like I could see it. Like all I have to do is open the door and get out. Yeah. There was one hundred. There was one bill that fluttered near to my car, and that's the one I saw. I was like, oh yeah, that's a legit hundred dollar bill. That's how I like when I really knew, but someone else grabbed that's it. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's just like just I don't know. There's just cash in this town, and people don't. You know, I guess like they could have just given it to charity, like actually no, but no, they wanted to like put on a fucking show or. But do you think they stopped and like turned around? Like, I, I, do you know no, who it was? I, I mean, no, you... I just saw the car. It was like looked like a big expensive SUV, and I saw it like fluttering in the air, like just like you know, kind of like r- literally, well, not literally, but it was raining hundred dollar yeah, yeah. bills, and I think the car just kept on going. Just, wow, it was just it was just one of the weirdest things I've ever like experienced. I'm I'm so happy that you saved that for the podcast. It didn't tell me on Friday night. That's yeah. an awesome story. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. Happened now. I'm like a month and a half ago. I've been saving that one. Wow. Yeah. It's weird. Would you? What? How? What would you do? I don't know. I guess I don't. I mean, I would. <laughs> or what do you think about that? Would you want to do that? Actually, if you had the money, would you like do that? Uh, I'm not even thinking about I guess safety, but I guess like that's like the square that I am. I'm like, oh, this is dangerous. There's children running across the street here. I don't – it's hard to imagine the motivation for doing that because, like mm-hmm. you said, you could just always give it to a charity or, like, mm-hmm. give it to something, like, not just throw it – because, like, for all – I mean, it's – I guess it's kind of cool to, like, give away money like that. Like, maybe some homeless guys could get it, but it's also, like, dudes like you could get it. It's like, you don't – I mean, it would be cool to get a couple hundred bucks, but you don't, like, need it. You know, no. It's like you'd be fine without it. Like you said, it's not moving the needle either way. It's just – Yeah. It would be cool. You know, it's like you could – 
forgive yourself for buying, you know, the new Batman game or something because it's like, wow, well, I just found this money on the street, so like whatever. But like otherwise, yeah. it's like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it seems just crazy to me, like to do that. And mostly, maybe that's like this person's lifelong dream. Like they always wanted to do something crazy like that, like out of a movie, and like they, all right, here you go. Guess, Here's yeah. like three grand. <laughs> Yeah, just pretty nuts. Hmm. Maybe it was a promotion for the Entourage movie. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it was some a, sort of was viral, some sort <laughs> yeah. of viral video stunt. And yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if someone was videotaping it just to mm-hmm. see what happens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised I didn't hear about that on the news or something. Like, that wasn't like a thing. Like, holy shit! Like, crazy person in LA just threw three grand into the air. You know? Yeah. I, well, I mean, the money was gone, and then like once the the light turned green again, essentially people were just getting back in their cars and. And then it was like it didn't happen. Wow. It just happened to be, just be at that intersection at the right time. That is out of control. Kind of like that one time when a car drove by that had a bunch of packing peanuts in the back when I was <laughs> so I used to smoke. And I, so I was out in front of the apartments. <laughs> and then it, the bag had ripped open. And then all the, like, the white packing peanuts were just floating in the air. And it was like it was snowing in L.A. <laughs> just for like 30 seconds. <laughs> then, it was, then all the peanuts were just on the ground and, and uh, you know, getting into the gutter. But had I not been there at that right exact moment, I wouldn't have experienced the majesty of that blizzard. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's something poetic in there. I guess. I don't know. I'm glad I quit smoking. Something about American beauty that I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I wish I had a video camera. <laughs> he did. That's why he did, but he videotaped it. No, you could have. Oh, yes. Yeah. You have an iPhone, an I information do. phone. Yeah, I, do. I don't know if I had it. I did at the time. You but might have had the Blackberry with the broken ball. <laughs> yeah, my pearl. Name the poo, please. I'd like to purchase the Blackberry Pearl, please. I'd like your most value-oriented plan as well. <laughs> I need the data yes. for work. <laughs> it's better for my email servers at work. <laughs> uh, goofy. Um, <laughs> I like the Blackberry Pearl Plus. <laughs> I heard the Blackberry's coming back. There's like rumors that they are making a new one with the keyboard. Like it's like well, there's been enough like backlash. Yeah, they do. They're, I guess there's a certain market for it. I mean, you know, might as well. I mean, they can not go totally out of business. Maybe we should. They should have bought some of their stock when it was at an all-time low. It just seems like I think iPhone and Android have eaten that lunch so much that, like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's, like, nicer to have a tactile keyboard, but you can learn how to use the touch one. You know what I mean? Like, I think anyone that's had an iPhone for more than a year, it's like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, I'd rather have the much bigger screen than, than have yeah. the keyboard. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels too ancient now. Yeah, you could definitely just get used to the screen. I mean, maybe some people got huge thumbs and they yeah, like man. to actually be able to feel it. But Well, that's you know. why... I like my T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. I'm still rocking the Moto Razor phone. I still have mine, actually. Huh. Like, I never did anything with it. Now it's like, I don't know what it I even wonder, is anymore. I could even do with it. I wonder if one of, that's one of the products where, you know, it had you not, never even opened the box or whatever, that might be worth, like, you know, $500 now. Just from some collector? Yeah, who likes to... Like have that like shit. I've been collecting the Motorola since 1985. I have <laughs> them all. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I like to do it. I like <laughs> to have these things. I need to have these things. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing of any collector. Like, no, I like to have it. I need to have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like all those people. I don't know if you. I mean, you've been listening to a lot of video game podcasts. There's some people that are really obsessed with those fucking Nintendo Amiibo things. Oh, and I don't it's know like what those are. it's these little collectible figurines that they started putting out that oh, also toys. have like functionality in the games. It's kind of like that Skylander stuff. Oh yeah, that. it's not as functional in the game, but they unlock little things, like little things you can do. 
and there's people now that are obsessed with getting them all, and they're getting mad because like the, like the, the stock is pretty low. It's like hard to get a lot of them. Like you oh. have to like the pre-orders will sell out within five minutes of them going online. It's like hmm. really hard to get. So people are really upset about it. And part of me is like, well, one, it's a collectible. So don't you want it to be rare? Yeah. <laughs> to make your collection worthwhile. Because just having them all, who gives a shit? Like that's like all your basketball cards from when you were a kid. It's like. The reason those are worth nothing is because they were very easy to get. Like yeah. that's the point. Like, and two, you're a thirty year old man. Who cares? And it's like I just get a couple that you want. Yeah, this is like this is like some sort of sub thread on on gamer. Oh sure, or yeah, yeah. You know, well, it's just one of those. I, I think it's nerds. just it's funny because like, and I feel bad really because you know they, they're like oh I'm, you know I have this whole first wave. It's all twelve. It's like, it was a bitch to get. It's like you realize they're making they're gonna make. Waves of twelve figures for every game they put out forever now. So you'll, you could get them all, but you have to. But you're gonna have to buy like a thousand of these fucking things. Like, do you really want to do that? Yeah, like, just stop. You don't have to have this. Yeah, there's no. Like, the end game is you'll never be happy, like ever with this. Like, you can never be happy with this. So, like, just stop doing it. But this is what I like to do. I ne- I <laughs> need. I need to do it. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. it, it, it that's like, what I said. If you're cool spending like ten thousand dollars on garbage, like, go for it. But yeah, I mean, you might as well just throw it out in the street if you have that much money. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! Oh, sorry, sorry to yo. I'm not. I'm out of out of practice. So, ooh, Jurassic Park did pretty well t- this week. Oh yeah, tell. If, I, all right, I want to talk about this a little bit. A couple different things mm-hmm. that I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm not really commenting on the quality of the movie. I've actually heard very mixed reviews. Like some people that are big fans, I've seen on Twitter, they're like, "It was great. We felt like the first movie. I loved it." Mm-hmm. Other people are like, "That's the worst Jurassic Park. Like, not even Chris Pratt could save this movie." Like, I've, so like, really? I don't know what to That's think of weird it that in that be way. Such a, such a diverse or like opposite. Like, some nerds huh. have been like, this is the most boring movie I've ever seen. Other people being like, this is great. I love it. So, like, I have huh. no idea what to think. I do know, though, I had no interest in seeing it at all. Like, I just don't yeah. care. Yeah. And, and I Me love neither. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have interest. And then up until that, I actually saw how well it was doing. I'm like, holy crap. So, it is doing, actually, it's kicking ass? Oh, it's second biggest opener ever. What? Yeah. I made 200 and, they're saying $204 million. But, Holy shit! Yeah. Was, wow. That's so. That's the big bounce back. Is they were like really nervous this year. The last like two or three weeks have been really like underperforming in general, mm-hmm. right? So like they're like, uh oh, is yeah. this like a run back of last summer? It's like, nope, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, just, just franchises, man. But yeah, Universal's had a hell of a year, and they've got two more big ones coming too. What else do they have coming? They've got well, they've had Furious Seven. They had oh, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. They had this. Um, of course, uh, Jurassic Park, which overperformed by like eighty million, they thought it would make wow. one hundred and twenty. And then they've got Ted Two coming up, which should be a good kind of uh, sure. comedy. Yeah. You know, that hasn't been like a one that's really stuck lately. And then they've got Minions coming between that, so it's like family fair. Oh, is that like a Minions the movie, like that, a like, Despicable Me okay. thing? Yeah. For those of you who don't realize, and you, many of you wouldn't, Craig works in for a company that they do the trailer, the ad testing, or the testing of trailers, focus groups of trailers to see which ones are the best. Mm-hmm. I won't, I won't ask you any like specific stuff, but that's the reason he knows we're talking on a Sunday morning. He's already saying that information that maybe wouldn't be out until Monday morning on things like Box Office Mojo. Mm-hmm. No, it's already so on. Cool. Yeah, it's oh, on, it already it's on there? Box Office, yeah. It might not be at 204 million right. because they always adjust, but right. hopefully, you know, for their sake, they still have a big two in front of it. That's pretty crazy. I mean, 
Well, okay. So my thoughts of the movie. Forget about the success. Mm-hmm. That's great. Good for them. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been talked to death a little bit, but I just from the trailers, I just didn't think the effects looked very good. Mm-hmm. Like, compa- yeah, that's, even, and that's been a sticking point for you lately with stuff. Yeah, like you were talking about the Avengers. It just looks well, that looked even computery, yeah. right? Yeah. And I realize this is the thing. I was thinking about like the original Jurassic Park, and like that movie is like kind of like one of the first movies that I think really everyone made everyone believe in computer like imaging mm-hmm. for movies. Although famously now, or maybe it's not famous, famous for film people that like there's only like eight shots in the entire movie that are computer generated. Yeah, a lot of it was practical. And I think what it is is the ones that are 100% computer generated. They don't really hold up. If you really looked at it, like, frame by frame, it probably looks worse than the new movie. I mean, it has to, almost. But I think the reason it was so effective, because Steven Spielberg is smart, is most of it was practical. So then the times when it wasn't, almost, like, subconsciously, you could still accept it. Because, like, they built a life-size raptor that they had as a puppet walking around. So then when the CG one jumps up onto the counter, you're still imagining the real thing you saw. Mm -hmm. But if it was entirely CG, it would never look real, because it never quite was yeah, I think that's we'll the never problem. See like, the limits of it, so like so they should have can happen, so it's not special, right? Like I think, like for the Avengers, like Ultron, they should have built a real Ultron to use, and then every now and again have it be CG because mm. it it never looked convincing, like ever. Like it looked cool, but it never looked like I never looked at that. I think worse so than some of the characters in the Star Wars prequels. Like Ultron Ooh. never looked real. The Hulk never looked real. It just looked like really good CG, hmm. but not real. And I think there is a definite difference between the two of like really good and looking real we're like stuff in like i was talking about deus ex in the podcast before like that looked real like that like definitely looked real maybe i'll disagree 10 years from now because it looked dated but like yeah. it looked real or, like you they know can have yeah more simple you know if they can just spend their money on you know that they really nail down that one computer effect or and then yeah i think that's what it is it was just too much in avengers like they just couldn't maintain yeah, like you know what I mean? There's only so bigger. much money. Like you can't, you know, you only spread it around so far. So like yeah. eventually, then you look at a movie like Avatar. I mean, for, as far as I was concerned at the time, that looked like pretty damn real. But maybe it was the 3D effects. Yeah, I I I got a headache during Avatar, mm. so I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. I just I'm, I'm not good at 3D. <laughs> like my eyes, they don't adjust. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, um, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's sad that I'm like now just the reason I'm interested in Jurassic Park, the reason it like the money. keeps my interest is <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like how like it doesn't matter. Like the, the quality of the movie doesn't matter for a big opening. Like it's just about, you know, doing you know, having a good campaign, having a franchise, you know, waiting a, a while before having this next installment and, you know, a, a very likable on a uh, likable star. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if Chris Pratt wasn't already a made man, I mean, he definitely is now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't think it was really in question, but, like, the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy did so good, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, well, that's good. This guy's really good. We Everyone likes him. Maybe he can really carry a movie now. It's like they have this movie way overperform. Oh, yeah. It's and, like, holy and, shit, Chris Andy Pratt. Lego movie. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize that was him when I was watching mm-hmm. that, though. Yeah, that was... I, I don't think, okay. like, I went to see that because of him. But. Yeah. But I think he added to it. I think oh, just his, his personality. Yeah, definitely. He's good. I really like him. I think he's like, I liked him in her. Even like I liked him in that, and mm-hmm. a totally different kind of role. Like, yeah, he's funny. He's a funny, likable. He's like a good 
like leading man kind of guy. I mean, it, I wouldn't be shocked if he is cast as Indiana Jones and in whatever they do again because it's perfect. Yeah, he was. gosh, yes. It's, it's, I don't want him to be oversaturated, but hell, if he's good, he's good. Yes, he they had the best joke on the all the whole run of Parks and Recreation. Oh, really? And it was one that he ad libbed. What was it? Um, I didn't. I barely watched that show. I'm not familiar main, with his that, character, but his character is just like a lovable dope. Um, and so the main character, Leslie Nope, was feeling really sick. She had the flu or whatever. Um, so he's like, I'll look it up, up on the computer what your symptoms, see if we can help you. So then he just typed it, the thing in uh, at the top or whatever. And he, has, and he says, it looks like I, it's like I typed in all your symptoms up here at the top, and it looks like you have network connectivity problems. <laughs> and that was like, it wasn't <laughs> written. It was just good. Just ended the scene as they're trying to leave. Like, no, I think you have. It was good. That's a good way to write. You got to. You got to uh, never start a scene and never end a scene. Just have the middle. I've learned that more and more. Hmm. It's like that's like the key to like good writing because like you don't care about them walking in the room and generally don't care about them leaving the room. It's got to just oh, yeah. start in the middle of the conversation, mm -hmm. end it at the end of the conversation. Betty, right? Before the end, I should say. He's very, very good. Um, so, yeah, Jurassic Park. I have nothing really. I, I was just, I'm not interested. I don't know why. I just don't like – I just don't – I don't know. Maybe dinosaurs just don't do it for me anymore. Maybe that's just what it is officially. I'm just maybe like, you're yeah. a grown man who prefers wrestling instead. I want this. Yeah, I prefer know. to watch professional wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just a little bit too unbelievable. Well, and the funny thing, what a final Jurassic Park thing. I guess one of the plots is that dinosaurs aren't good enough, so they need to make them bigger and badder. And that's why they mm -hmm. have the genetically altered ones. So they're kind of like speaking to me, basically, being like, look, this isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Like, we know what we had before isn't enough for you. It's almost like making a commentary about summer blockbusters, and yeah, apparently that's like very clever, kind of one of the cool things in the movie. Clever girl, <laughs> <laughs> oh Muldoon, <laughs> I should have that as a sound effect. Clever girl, yeah. I gotta look now and see if that's in the archives. Maybe I just never noticed. Oh. Let's just uh, see. Let's go into the seas here, and then. Uh... All right, should I? Uh... <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I don't have that. Oh. Jeez. You really breathe deep when you're concentrating. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, I, want, I was curious. This, is, this could be a controversial topic. Oh. Hot button issue. Um, that's the hot button. So, you're caught up on Game of Thrones, right? Yes, sir. We're not talking about the story anymore. We talked a lot about that a lot last week. I'm super digging it where it's going. I'm very excited for mm -hmm. the finale, which you should have seen by now when you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. Assuming it's going to be pretty awesome. Hoping, anyway. Um, Jeez. There's been a lot... They've been getting a lot of flack lately for... <laughs> that was I should have done that a lot earlier. <laughs> um, they've been getting a lot of flack lately for some of the violence and fucked up things that have been happening, and more specifically, like a certain character getting raped... Mm -hmm. Again, or not again, but having this is like probably like the sixth rape they maybe have had. Yeah, or at least a few of them that have and that that were not explicitly um, written that way in the book. Sure, and explicitly in a different sense. Yes, 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 yes. Um, what do you think about all that? Because my my thought is people just need to like get over it because that's the whole thing of the terrible things happen to the people in this world and that's a very terrible thing that can happen i don't think it's glorified you know what i mean and i don't think it's like that everyone that does it you're meant to think oh this guy's a piece of shit you know mm -hmm. it's like you're not supposed to be like well you know there's not like a gray area it's like the guy it's despicable when you see it so like 
you know, lest we this is the a very minor spoiler for the first episode, but like lest we forget the show started with a little boy getting pushed out a window to his death. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he didn't die. Well, he didn't, but they wanted him to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that. Like, you know, yeah. there was a certain like character that died in a horrible way in this last episode, and it's like everyone's like all up in arms, and it's like one that was supposedly supposed to happen in the next book, according to like the outline they had, mm-hmm. and two, it's like. This is like number ten on the list of horrible things, and like it's supposed to be bad. Like it's the point. You're supposed to be like, "Oh, fuck that guy for doing that." You know, like, that's the idea. Yeah, but also, know? I can see as a counterpoint just that the fact that, just the, specifically the violence against women, doesn't horrible things happen. Yeah, but it does. The stuff that they change doesn't seems like it doesn't specifically have to be. Rape and violence against it is a women. So it's notable that, that it's different. The stuff that's a, a, a good chunk of the stuff that's different that really stands out is uh, what, what once was a love scene turned into a rape scene, or right. once wasn't part of the books, or a certain character wasn't wasn't in right. that area, and then they add in. Oh, and we'll just have her get raped too. Yeah, I mean that is. I wasn't thinking about that because I never read the books, so I don't really like. To me, it's just like I don't know. Like it's mm-hmm. just the story. But yeah, yeah so that, it's not about case, it's, it's not so about weird. it being different because you know so there should be some surprises even for the readers because sure. you know it's, it's a TV show and then it's a book they're separate things, um, but yeah I I think it's a little strange if like the things they're adding are these like oh, did you really have to write another rape scene like, yeah like aren't there enough I guess I could see that perspective on it yeah sure but also yeah and you know if it it does like the characters who do do it I guess I don't know Mister. Jamie Lannister wasn't really a, a bad guy. He's actually sort of he's, I mean, he's he's a he's a stone cold. He's a great. Oh, area. he's doing a face turn. He's been. I mean, just like you know, Tyrion had a full face turn. Mm-hmm. That's a spoiler. Yeah. Well, actually, he almost got his face cut in half. Who knows now? Maybe he's going to turn back to a heel. I don't know. But as of now, he seems like he's pretty face. I would say. Oh yeah, I think he's since the first season. He, you know, he was always been put upon by his family. At and, least by yeah. season two, he's mm-hmm. a face. I mean, he's a terrible person because he he murdered his mother when he was born. Well, in the books, are you supposed to start liking Jamie more, or is he more despicable in the books? Oh, Jamie? Yeah. Um, is that why? Maybe that's why they changed one no. of the scenes to be more of a rape scene. To be like, so you'd remind you, like, oh, this guy's a shithead. Is that you know what I mean? No, because like, he gets his like in the books, even in the show too. You know, he gets captured and tortured, and right. and then and then you, he really does that face turn. I think when he becomes uh, friends. Or I know Wait, we're saying to too much. With... We're saying too much. No, no, no. This happened in the first. You know, this happened in the last previous seasons. But when we came, yeah, but I don't with... want to talk too much about. Oh, the okay. Season. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Bri- uh, Brienne. Tar- oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that that was the beginning of him becoming like, or or the mm-hmm. very least, I'm not even sure his character changed. It's just we saw him in a different light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um, and that, but... I guess that's what's so cool about the show. You know, because ultimately, like. You know, this is, like, a minor thing from the first season, but, like, even, like, there's something I was reading that, like, the interesting thing about this show that makes it so adult makes it more wrestling, like, Shades of Grey. is like, even, like, Catelyn Stark, she, like, hates Jon Snow because mm-hmm. he's a bastard. I mean, it's like, she's supposed to be one of the good characters, and he's a good guy, and it's like, why do you hate each other? Like, mm-hmm. it sucks. Like, it's not his fault. It's yeah. not his fault his dad was sleeping around. It's like, why do you hate him so much? You know, it's like... So it's like even like the the really good people are like still shitty in the really shitty people still have some good qualities mm-hmm. except Cersei Lannister she sucks. Mm, yeah, but maybe things you know. Yeah, I've heard some sometimes later like you get to, you know, start to get to know her more. But you see what makes her tick because well, you yeah. see how big of a shitty a shithead their dad is, and it's kind of like oh, mm-hmm. I bet a lot of her life is dominated by this shithead, so that sort of makes sense. And like, mm-hmm. Anyway, Game of Thrones, real good. Yep. <laughs> if yeah. you haven't heard about it, it's a really good show. Yeah, and if the creators or the uh, you know the producers of the show just 
don't just tone down the rape. Yeah, a little less rape. St- yeah. Unless if it was in the books. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. But then don't, uh, yeah, don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one thing along those lines, you're talking about differences. Yes. I'm surprised, because this, 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 the books have a very rabid following. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised and delighted that there's not way more uproar about the changes. Mm-hmm. Like, people are generally like, yeah, all right, I get it. Like, usually, because usually when this changes, people get, like, upset about it. Yeah. And sometimes justifiably so, sometimes not. In this case, people are just like, oh, huh. Well, that's cool. Like it seems like yeah. that's the general consensus of like everyone's happy with the changes. Like it's no one's like yeah, because like, mad about largely, it. Largely, yeah, they're they're additive. They add another aspect or texture to the world. Right. That the books maybe couldn't just because of how the books are written from the first person perspective. And in the other way, they're taking stuff away because they're like we have all these characters that like we can't. Yeah. You know, we just can't do like I, I was reading an interview with the guys today, and they're like, look, it's like right now we have like thirteen or fourteen plot lines happening at once, which mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. If we did everything, we'd have like twenty six plot lines. It's just too many for like a show. Like it's already like almost too much to follow. Mm-hmm. But they do a good enough job that you can follow it. But like anything more, it would just start like sinking under its own weight. Like it would just be, we just can't do this. Like be, everything would be given such short shrift that it would be like yeah, and then why? none of it would be right. No, nothing would be. Good. I do miss the long lists of different types of food that I've were heard in that. the books. <laughs> It's like a full paragraph of just a list of food one time. Like a long paragraph. And cheeses of every color. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thompson apples. That's so good. Uh, I, what uh, is it? That Showalter? That's the... Yeah, Michael Showalter has a great bit like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it was a co-worker of mine, or maybe it was you. I don't remember now, but someone said... Or maybe it was Eric, actually, who said this. It might have been on the Eric? podcast, even. Who's that? Oh, you might have heard him. Eric Goslin. He, has, he was the co-host of, of Jim's America. Eric Goblin? America. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, he was just like, you can tell reading it, even if you didn't know that he's a big fat man. <laughs> like, the, like, oh, yeah. Written, like how it's written. Yeah, <laughs> like, I see him typing like... <laughs> <laughs> Apples and And pears. then crumpets and cinnamon tart. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <Yeah>. Roast pigeon. <laughs> Uh, Twice I... basted pigeon <laughs> fowl. Stacked with pecans. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, eat my computer screen. Uh, oh, um, I don't know. Uh, here's the thing, I guess. Sure, here we go. Leroy Jenkins, that video happened over 10 years ago. Whoa. Can you believe that? I guess maybe this is just me saying that. It's just kind of like a BuzzFeed list, like... You're going to feel old after you uh, read this list. Can you believe it? <laughs> You're not going to believe what's 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yes. So that's I 10 years it. old. But uh, yeah, that that thing was... It, I guess it. my coworker, she's the one who brought this up. And then she said eventually it turned out to that that was actually a put-on. It wasn't even real. I always suspected that it might not be real. Because it just seemed almost too good to be true. Mm-hmm. But do you think that like he knew he was going to do it, or do you think even everyone in there all, all were just playing, going, "Oh, Leroy, no!" Like, do you think that was all made up too? I think yeah, maybe it's based on something that actually happened, but then maybe it wasn't recorded. So oh. they couldn't, I, don't, I don't know. That's a little up, weird for the listener and for people for the listeners or the listener. I don't know how many what your you know, listenership is, but I keep on. I'm so used to doing the Gold Rush podcast and doing voices, I keep on going like, well, I don't know. And that's not <laughs> how I usually talk sometimes. But you don't have a real voice, though. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, My real voice sounds like this. Yeah. I have to work real... very hard to sound like this. 
Well, you're you're doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it crack. This won't crack. I oh. can't do it. Well, wow. you finally turned into a real, <laughs> finally a man, real man. Um, I was. I've been doing. I, I don't you know. I skipped my uh, guided meditation class today. Oh, for this? Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah, I was went out with our friend. We got some lunch with our friend Ben yesterday. So oh, how was that? Good, good, very Great. good. Um, and he was saying that you know he he and his wife have a Sunday routine or a weekend routine where they like go for a, a a walk in a different place every week. They try to explore, and then they go down to their get their lattes in the morning on Sundays, and then they go to the farmers market. And then I was like, oh, yeah, and I, I like to go to my guided meditation classes <laughs> on days. I'm like, we're just L.A. pieces of shit. I don't know about pieces of shit, but, <laughs> but we are like, it's very, very cliched LA. L.A. Yeah, like early 30s, like, hmm, this is just what I like to do. I just put on my yoga pants. <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really like the meditation stuff, so that's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll keep on giving you updates personally, maybe not on this podcast, of course, because it's only interesting to me. But uh, <laughs> in, uh, in other and other times when we hang out, I'll let you know more about it, Jimmy. Thank you very much. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. So I think it's time to talk about money in the bank. Oh, yeah. That's sure. Uh, that's happening tonight, so it's another kind of post-addiction show where we're going to be talking about what we think might happen, and it's well before it actually happens. It's funny that this is the second year in a row that there was some sort of shower going on on the oh. same day. Like last year, I think it was a bridal shower that we yeah, all got Sarah's, together to watch. Yeah. And this this year, it's my baby shower mm. is happening today, and it's also the same day as Money in the Bank. Every dream needs a baby. Oh. So for those who don't know, what is the Money in the Bank? Oh, Money in the Bank is a match um, where I guess it's like five or six guys – um, are fighting against each other in uh, in the ring. Uh, above the ring is hanging a briefcase. The money in the bank briefcase. Inside said briefcase is a contract for which gives this person the right for uh, to have a match for uh, I guess uh, the world heavyweight championship um, anytime they want and under any circumstances. So you could say it's as good as money in the bank. Oh yeah. It's kind of a weird name for it honestly, but I don't know what else you'd call yeah. it. And there's ladders involved so they can get up to the briefcase. I love a good ladder match. Uh, see, talk about. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about ladder matches here. <laughs> All right. Let's just deep dive cuz also Like from the beginning? Well, no, 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 not the, the history, just match? so how we feel about it. Oh, okay. Cuz also we found I found out last night to my delight in your horror <laughs> that the world championship match between Seth Rollins and the champion chop <laughs> listen to cheap heat podcast that'll yep. help you the chop ya chop yep um is between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose Jeans Ambrose <laughs> is he wears jeans also going to be a ladder match which I am delighted about because those two guys are crazy like character wise and in real life with the stunts they'll do they're going to do something insane with a ladder match, especially if crazy stuff happens in the Money in the Bank one, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, we're going to top it. Like, that's going to be their attitude. Yeah. So, like, someone might get really hurt. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but <laughs> I like the element of danger because that's when it makes it feel really real because it's like, I know that it's scripted. I know that, you know, it's predetermined. I know they're not really fighting, mm-hmm. but I also know when they're, like, 15 feet in the air and doing some weird power bomb off the top, there's a good chance something weird might happen. And that keeps it really exciting. <laughs> I don't like that. I get nervous. I don't want to. But see the them nervousness get hurt. is part of it, though. That's like the palpable. Like yeah. you're now feeling the way that you would would feel if it was really happening. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Because right. it is, yeah. in a way, it's it is re- really happening. Like so. Oh, yeah. It's well, they totally crazy. are. They're going to be falling off, you know, the ladders and smashing each other and 
slowly uh, at certain points in the match slowly going slowly up the ladder for up. no apparent reason you know other than the fact that this isn't the time yet for them to win or not i did notice think about this what was the last there was a cage match that rollins was in where he kept trying to climb out really fast and he kept getting pulled back in really fast like he actually was trying to climb fast like a bunch of times so oh. i thought that was really good it was like the psychology felt real I mean, it was well yeah and it wasn't it the, the hell in the, the cell the cage match because oh. the hell in the cell the object is not to get out it's right, right. just to, to beat know, the crap out other. of each other yeah and just you can't get you, you, the object is you can't get out i don't know if it was a raw match or there was some yeah. cage match he was in i don't remember who he was fighting anymore but he kept just trying to, cl- to get out and he was climbing really fast like, i really mm-hmm. liked it because it was like yeah that's the problem they, they always climb there. so slow and it's like come on <laughs> yeah especially ladder matches like the original Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. It's like they climbed mm-hmm. up that ladder so slow. Yeah. You got to make sure you have proper footing at each <laughs> rung. You got to look down, shake it a little bit. Okay. And you go, another right one. foot, left foot. No, oh, another foot. Oh. <laughs> this is wobbly. Well, uh, you know, it'll be fun. Uh, I think Dean, uh, Gene Ambrose and Seth Rollins, uh, they'll put on a good match. But as a wrestling purist, I know it's it's not really a wrestling match. It's something else. We brought the ladder match from Stampede. Oh, yeah. I miss my brother Owen. <laughs> God. Stop it. <laughs> my brother Bruce. He's a real asshole. <laughs> then, what, what was the, the, the oldest one? Oh, what was his name? Uh, Stu? No, Stu's the dad. Uh, oh, God. Not Bruce Hart. Uh, there's another brother. Keith? No. no. Keith Hart. That's a great name. Yeah. Though. I don't know. But that yeah, it seems like that's probably. I thought there was, another, there was another like older brother. Ah, uh, It doesn't matter. I'll think of it like too late, like yeah. ten minutes after we finish. Right. What was the deal with him? You just there's wanted another, to say his name. One of the assholes that you just like. I know Bruce. They didn't get along with so well. I think there's another brother that was even more, like uh, he kind of was even more wasted potential. But maybe it was just Bruce. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm getting confused. Yeah. Fuck Bruce. Well, down in Stu's dungeon, oh yeah, guys would be screaming for mercy. He wouldn't give it to him. Not till he squeezed him out. You wanna? Yeah, I can uh, give you a stretch. That's what you want. <laughs> so creepy. I could teach you a thing or two. See, the weird thing, that, like, it was always, like, Stu Hart must have been a psychopath, because it seemed like a lot of it was about, quote, humbling people into, mm-hmm. like, teaching them, this isn't fake, this is real, except, like, well, I let you put me in this hold, and you would never do this in the ring either, so I don't know what this is. I don't, I never understood the real connection between all the stretching, those weird submission holds, and actual professional wrestling, because they're almost unrelated. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I never yeah, got it. I guess it, it was like, more of an old school, maybe, type of wrestling that he was. Like, like I'm going to beat the shit gra- out of you. A real grappler. He's, he was. I think he did real wrestling also. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of those guys that, like, some of his matches truly were shoot matches where he mm-hmm. would just be two guys just trying to beat the shit out of each other. But it was less bo- boxing and more, like, MMA, like, on the ground kind of, yeah. like, submission hold kind of stuff. Yeah. Because ultimately, I think to really pin a guy for three seconds or three, like, you know, like, the one, two, three pin, I think that has got to be virtually impossible. Unless, like, you knocked so. him out. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, collegiate wrestling, getting a pin is getting both, like, shoulder blades on the mat for, like, half a second. It's, like, mm-hmm. even just barely doing it is enough to win because it's so hard to do. Yeah. So to do it for a count of three, it's like, that is impossible. Like, nobody's going to do that. Like, yeah, but then it, that's but crazy. It allows for some great in-ring storytelling. Two and three quarters of a count. Just that <laughs> kick out. The perfect timing. Oh, just a frog's hair away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta um, put on good matches. Oh yeah, I never heard a man in the ring. <laughs> I never heard a man. <laughs> uh, I think I've said it on the podcast before, but you really—if you don't like wrestling—you should watch Wrestling with Shadows. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's great, and it, it talks about that Montreal Screwjob, the famous one recently that was on a Radio Lab called uh, 
the the La Mancha screw job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really a great good. It's a great documentary. It's like a nice view into a weird into the the mind of a a unique person in a weird industry. At was arguably one of the most interesting times to be paying attention yes. to it on the business side of things. Between that movie and another movie that came out, I think the same year or close by it, called Beyond the Mat. Like that's what like truly got me into wrestling in mm-hmm. high school. Like I, I was sort of interested and I thought it was kind of funny and like I kind of liked it. But what really got me in was watching those movies and like learning about the behind the scenes stuff and then reading Mick Foley's book at the time, Have a mm-hmm. Nice Day. Like that, that like solidified it to be like, oh, this is cool. Because like honestly, I've talked about this before, but. The gears turning in the background is really what's more interesting to me. I like the in-ring product more and more the more I watch it. Mm-hmm. I think now, I think the wrestlers now, as far as the stuff they can do, is much more impressive than it was in the '90s. Although maybe some of the guys as ring psychology guys were better. Yes, like they Stone were Cold is probably then. a better wrestler than some of the guys now, but some of the guys can do stuff that's way more visually impressive than what they were doing in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think. Yeah, some spectacular stuff. I think there's more things that somebody Acrobatics. who isn't into wrestling, like Eric started watching it with us and he got into it like right away because he likes the goofy stuff. But mm-hmm. some of like the athletic stuff they do, it's like hard not to like appreciate it. Oh yeah. And I think like guys like Stone Cold and The Rock were more like brawling. They they didn't do something you'd be like, Oh my god. It was more like they'd view storytelling wise, oh my god. Yeah. They'd but like they rarely had a match you'd be like, Holy shit, I can't believe that just happened. Mm-hmm. Or like Cena and Owens two weeks ago, like they did a couple moves like, off the top rope. It was like, Oh my god, I can't believe they just did that. Yeah. That little He's weird really like good. twisting power bomb off the top rope thing, whatever yeah, right the hell into that, that was. Corner. That, was that was so neat. awesome. Like I stood up and went, Ah <laughs> like, <when it> happened, <laughs> Just like was, Jerry the King Lawler. That was great. Ah, puppies. Um Yeah, I mean like th- that's why I like ladder matches too because there's like a real chance it's gonna be like three or four times they're gonna go ah! <laughs> like when it happens like, that, <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah, like really exciting for me like that like yeah. they, they, that's what's cool and to mark my words Dolph Ziggler will have a spot where he's gonna land funny and it's going to appear as if he dislocated his knee mm-hmm. or bent it backwards I guarantee he I will just, do yeah. this and I hope and it's I, gonna I look really real really it. and you're not gonna know for like ten minutes. He's going to be, like, hobbling around and, like, sitting down in the corner, so you're going to think he really fucked himself up. Now that's and, selling. But then eventually he'll come in out of nowhere and stop someone from winning and be like, oh, he's fine. The adrenaline's pumping now. Yep, testicular fortitude. Oh, my God. <laughs> but God. He broke him in hand. <laughs> yeah, he broke him in hand. <laughs> stop the damn match. <laughs> but God. Would you stop? That's Gorilla Monsoon yelling at Bobby <laughs> Heenan. Oh, I want to do... I'll see if I can do a Jesse Ventura. Thanks, Gorilla. (laughs) Oh, Gorilla. Just him saying Gorilla is all I can do. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, he has to win the purse, Gorilla. He he, he, he might win by DQ, but he loses the purse, Gorilla. (laughs) Greatest thing ever. Another thing... Adds to the reality. They don't do it anymore, but they... Jesse Ventura is the only guy I've ever heard mention that, like... Because the whole thing in wrestling, and this will be the last point in wrestling, Mm -hmm. is that champion, heel champions, bad guy champions do this a lot, this chicken shit thing where, like... They're losing their championship match, so they'll get, they'll get themselves disqualified by hitting the guy in the head with a chair or getting counted out of the ring or whatever. Whatever shitty thing they do or trying to cheat somehow. Mm-hmm. So they'll lose the match by disqualification, but you can't lose the title on disqualification, which is whoever thought of that booking-wise is a genius. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't think that was always true. I think at some point in like the 60s, they're like, wait a second. <laughs> like, I have an interesting idea. It's almost like the original Dusty finish. They used to, in the but, 90s, when that would happen, they would say, and the winner of this match is, you know, Drink the Snake Roberts from disqualification. However, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the title cannot change. That was so good when they used to do that. And then so, like, in one hand, it'd be like, yeah, whatever. But, like, the, it almost made, like, no stakes. It's like, what would have the villain have any 
why would they ever not do that? And then the reasoning that Jesse Ventura would always say is like, yes, but you lose the winner's purse. Mm-hmm. So the idea is like you don't get paid. And, like and maybe, that's why they're there. To and begin theoretically, with. a championship match there's like half a million dollars in the line or something, or some like actual like like a boxing match, like some mm-hmm. real stakes. So it's like, oh, if you lose, you don't want to lose because like you you get to keep the belt, but what the hell is that worth if you're not making any money? So like it's kind of like this cool like I like that just adds a whole other level of psychology to it. Yeah, and um, and then that's why ultimately people always associate wrestling with cage matches. You hear it, like, even, like, the improvs of, like, it's a cage match, and, like, they don't think they really understand, like, the point. Oh, yeah. The cage match was the blow-off because the idea is there was no disqualification in the cage match, so the the wrestler, or if they escape out of the cage, then they yeah, win Yeah, so it's to keep them in the ring, basically. So it's yeah. keeping them in there so no one can come and interfere. There's, like, nothing, it's just, like... Yeah, and, and, and so the heel can't just run away. Either. Right. Yeah. So, like, the, it's locking them in the cage, <laughs> which is why I agree with some of the purists that don't understand why, like, Escaping the cage should be a condition of winning a cage match. It should be like you just can't escape. Like that's that's why uh, the Hell in the Cell is cool because there's a roof, so you can't escape. Yeah. Although the way to win a Hell in the Cell match is to first person to leave the cell wins. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I think, or I think that's one way you can win is to like leave the cell, which is yeah. it's I don't like think so the original, stupid. Original all the other Hell in the Cells that I've watched have always ended in such odd, weird ways. It like, doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah. It's like the guy is practically dead, so yeah. it's like who like, cares? Yeah, McFoley like falling off the top and. And then, or like Bray Wyatt appears in the middle for some reason. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, like it's like Kane uh, coming down to the ring in the first one. Yeah, that's got to be Kane. I don't know. I just keep reminding everybody that if they think wrestling is goofy, just you you'll enjoy it more if you just like understand that they know you know it's fake, and also think about what it would be like if it was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the that's the mindset you have to be in. Like, what if the UFC did a ladder match with six guys yeah. and they just had like like a contract up there and it's God, like, all right, guys, you can just do whatever you want. The only rule is the first guy to get on top of that ladder with the briefcase wins. Go. That would <laughs> be that a be literal awesome? slobber knocker. It would be insane. I, I think, would not want to watch that. I mean, the reality is the only way to really win it would be to knock somebody out so that you can climb off, you know? Oof. But then even imagine a woozy guy would be like, oh, and just like pushing the ladder. Like, <laughs> it would be so good. Gladiatorial games, Greg. Again? They're coming back. Yeah, we'll open up the fighting pits. The fighting pits in Marine. <laughs> <laughs> coming back. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to watching it with Eric. Yeah, me um, too. I haven't met his baby yet. and uh, Oh, yeah. So I'll play it. Yep. He's cute. I cut a promo on Elliot uh, yesterday <laughs> really? on a text. I saw that, yeah. yeah, I got a real scathing promo <laughs> on that baby. He's a part of this now. When I'm done with you, you're gonna shit your pants, you little puke. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you will. It's true. Yeah, you probably will. Probably already has. Yeah, at least twice. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. thinking about gotta it. Gotta keep him regular. He has the baby of a million weird sourpuss faces, though. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like Eric takes him a lot, but I've met him a few times, and like. He constantly is just making these weird faces. It's really I funny. I wonder what's going on in his head. I don't know. He truly is his, his uh, father's son. It's like all of Eric's like paranoia and like um, anxieties are all just coming through in this baby's face like constantly. It's really funny. He probably has a very rich mind, internal life, that Elliot. He's oh. just really thinking about what might be. <laughs> like, is this how it'll always be? I can't even lift my head. Is this what life is? Like, he's thinking that <laughs> the whole time, I think. Yeah, a very existential yeah. little baby. Um, speaking of like anxieties or uh, stuff that makes you might get uncomfortable, or something, sure. here's something that might throw you off. Oh, okay. So you know how you, uh, this podcast uh, is recorded and distributed every Monday? Sure, yeah. That's the, that's the kayfabe of it? Which means that's the that's the narrative. Well, yeah, I mean, we've 
I mean, we've only it's it's been a very open secret that we don't record it on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. logistically speaking, it'd be pretty difficult. Yeah. The uh, the date on iTunes is always the Sunday. Is it always date. Sunday? Yeah. See, that's the thing because sometimes on the Libsyn account that we uploaded to, it will have Monday's date. So I no. wasn't sure because I put them up on Sunday nights because I'll just never remember on Monday morning or won't have mm-hmm. time yeah, to do it. That makes sense. And plus, like, it takes like a good two or three hours for it to go through in iTunes. So I like to do that. That does actually piss me off, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to piss you off. I no, just no, wanted, no. I wanted it, a bigger reaction. You go it, like, oh no. It's something that I always suspected, but <laughs> the lips in the 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 site that I upload to and that they are hosting, they're a very good website. If looking to start a podcast, very affordable. Um, their counter resets at like 5 p.m. Pacific. Mm. So even like the counters like downloads per day, it'll start over at zero at like 5.01 Pacific. Yeah, so like if I upload it any time after five, it already, in, as far as that's concerned, it already is Monday. Huh. It's really weird. But I always thought iTunes might do that. wasn't sure. Cool. I've done it sometimes after nine, and I wonder if that makes it Monday because then it's like on East Coast, it's Monday. I don't know. I don't know what how they do oh, it. Yeah. Or maybe since they're based in San Francisco, Cupertino, that... It's not. It's just yeah. Pacific time. But I'm I'm, a, I'm asleep by midnight. And yeah, you should be. I only uh, I get up with only the bare minimum amount of time to get to work in time, so I just don't have time to upload it and type, do all that rigmarole. So well, yeah. I was hoping you would get comically upset, but no, you just kind of got I'm mad sorry. this time. <laughs> so, well, sorry. It, I I get like I'm not obsessed with that stuff, but it does bother me. You know, like, I, like I've gone into okay, like. Okay, then that makes me feel a little bit better. Like, I did want to come and nudge you. <laughs> like, at one time on Mike Price's episode, I noticed that instead of having the date, like, I always have the date on the title, and instead of 2015, I just wrote 15, and I had to go change it. <laughs> I couldn't stand that all of them say 2015, mm-hmm. and that one just says 15. Well, don't start. Don't stay up late on Sunday nights. No, no, now. no. I'm not going to. I mean, it's you're just gonna, it's the way it you're is. You're going to be up anyway. Actually, after this, with your the with thing your is, I might baby. actually start uploading them after midnight. Because <laughs> I will just be awake. So mm-hmm. I may as well. I've now heard people, everyone tells me I'm crazy that I think I'm going to play more video games with a baby, but now mm-hmm. I've talked to, like, three guys at work. They're like, no, actually, for me, that was true, because I found a lot of times where, like, wife's taking a nap, baby's asleep, I'm awake, and I'm just home, and it's, like, one in the morning or two in the afternoon, and it's like, well, nothing else to do. <laughs> like, I yeah. may as well just start playing some Batman Arkham City sure. or whatever. You know, I think that's that's going to be the game, too. I'm cleaning up the final games that I'm playing now so I can be fresh for Batman, which comes out in, like, two weeks. I yeah, think. I think around the 20th or so, yeah. You can find some glowing orbs as you explore that world. Well, I've been doing that with Infamous First Light right now, collecting oh, okay. all those glowing orbs. I'm oh, oh that's what... Oh, okay. Oh, it's funny that that... I just, just started making fun of that uh, convention, I guess, is what you, what's the word for it. I, I'm wondering... I mean, I hope this Batman game's good. I'm all, the only way I'm not going to get it is if it's reviewed, like, kind of poorly. I mean, like, I'm not, like... I'm getting it no matter what. Because some people yeah. like that with stuff. It's like if it gets like a 7.8 or something, I might be like, yeah. yeah There's other stuff I could probably like... play. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, the best one still is Arkham Asylum, which was the first. I mean, Arkham City was very good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. But Arkham Asylum is a masterpiece. It's perfect. It is Metroid. It's a 3D third-person Metroid game mm-hmm. in every way. Whereas Arkham City is sort of like Grand Theft Auto yeah. with Metroid elements. It's like a very uh. whereas Arkham Asylum is a one island. It's all contained. There's even buildings you can't get into unless you get certain items. So it literally is Metroid. It's just like that's fun. Except maybe a little bit more open because it's not like it's not as much backtracking. But there kind of is. There's like this courtyard area that's kind of like yeah, the hub return, to everything. Huh? It's it's pretty great. If you have, I mean it's an old game now, but it's uh it's pretty great. And Arkham City is really good too. In this one. It's called Arkham Knight. Looks like it's going oh. to be great. Like I mean, everything. The graphics look amazing. 
everyone's saying like the, there's like all kinds of shit to do. Like it's gonna be really cool. Like I'm, hmm. it's probably gonna really enjoy it because I really do like those games a lot. But I don't know if if people have lukewarm reactions to it. It's like eh, it's a little unpolished. Then I'll find something else. I'll, I'll end up playing Shadow of Mordor oh, instead yeah. or something. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? That one you have for free. Exactly. I, I I'm I'm excited to play. I'll play Blood Fallout Blood. when it happens, but Oof. I don't I know hope if that's I actually will. I always want to play video games, but I just don't ever find myself doing them or <sighs> playing it. Them no, lately. me too. I mean, I I've, I've been forcing myself to to put my PS4 on lately because I haven't been mm-hmm. using it. Yeah, and I actually just downloaded that Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero. Oh yeah, pre- that was prelude free to PF Plus. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that out. And I heard you can literally like even first time through beat the whole thing in an hour and a half. Like it's really Whoa. short. Because it was kind of more like a demo, although they charge fifty bucks for it, which is crazy. Really? But like then, but they said that also the other side is there's like you could play through it like ten, fifteen times. Like it, it would be different every time. It's all it's more like a sandbox of like the AI is really good, I guess. So you can oh. you can come at it at a, and there's a bunch of different little objectives. So you can kind of keep going back and doing other stuff. Hmm. So it's like fun to play around with. Sure. And then well, maybe I'll try that. So I'm curious about it. I, I've never played a Metal Gear game ever, so. I don't know. Maybe that would be a fun. Maybe Metal Gear Solid Five will be up my alley. Although I heard the story is so bonkers that like I'd be completely lost at this point. Like that's one of those games that like you would actually would be really confused like jumping in. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. Although I heard then maybe they're also scaling the story way back in this one. Should be about the gameplay. Well, they said this one is much more gameplay based than I guess Metal Gear Solid Four was like the story was crazy and amazing, but the gameplay wasn't very good. So that's why I never played it. They're like, honestly, if you've never played these games, don't play it. Like that was like the reviews saying like if you're a fan. You're gonna love this. If you've never touched Metal Gear Solid, stay away. <laughs> you're gonna be very confused, and it's not that fun to play. So it's just, you're gonna hate it. Hmm. I want to play the Order too, the game that got panned because it was too short. But the graphics look awesome, and I bet eventually in a couple months I'll be able to buy it for like twenty bucks. So oh yeah, that's what I, mean, I want to do. That. Be free. That'll probably almost definitely be a PlayStation Plus game at least mm-hmm. by come Christmas. Maybe even E3. Maybe it'll be like, and next month the Order eighteen seventy six. Free. I definitely think you'll be playing some video games when when your baby is asleep next to you. <laughs> that is very upsetting. That's what it's going to be like. Oh no, those baby cries are different than like little kid cries because they're not like really based on pain or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is the only way I can communicate. So the only way they can communicate with you is going. Amy, Amy, Amy. <laughs> It's like what? What did you say? As opposed to, <laughs> you know, like, like, oh yeah, like I skinned my lungs knee aren't fully formed. It's just like, <laughs> hey, like, learn how to cry. Trying to get your impression, your your intention from across the room. Hmm. I need some sort of baby translator. <laughs> Listen to my baby. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm wet. Oh. oh, I've soiled myself. I've soiled myself. <laughs> Please, clean me up. Dispose of these dirty diapers, <laughs> monster person. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I've but I'm all wet. You're hairier than I'd prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, we should make a cartoon about a talking baby. That'd be funny. But he's he smarter t- than you think. He can talk like this. <laughs> and then maybe he'd have a dog that also talks for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's realistic. Then with a a New England family mm-hmm. <laughs> and a guy of some kind. All right, well. It's about time to get out of here, but before I do, I got an update. Candy Crush? Yeah, I got an update. I made the, the a hu- some big moves. I remember two weeks ago with Mike, he was like, I should really go for it. Yeah. I, I've beaten like 25 levels since then. Really? But here's the rub. They added more? I thought it went up to 935, and maybe at that time it was true, but they've added like so much more. It goes up to like 990 now or something. Oh, man. Like, I'm starting to really think I might never catch it. I mean, I, I'm back in the doldrums of being like, that. like, oh, no. 
But I was moving like faster than I thought they were moving. Now I'm on level we're nine thirty three. And at one point nine thirty five was the end like a month ago. Oh, okay. So but you now there's keep on so let me see. On. There is for new world, there's one, two, three. There's three new worlds added on, so that's forty five more levels. So I have forty seven levels now to catch up. And at one point a month ago I thought I had twenty to catch up. Well, you still do. You enjoy playing it? No, I do. Actually, I do like playing it. Yeah, I so. do. It, it's like literally what I do when I listen to podcasts now. Like I play Candy Crush. Like I, I like to look at something. Like yeah. whether I'm not, if I'm not on a walk or something, I have to look at something. Mm-hmm. So either it's driving or walking or doing dishes or whatever. But if I have no chores or that I want to do or nothing to do, then I'll play Candy Crush. Well, keep on working at it. Thank you. Yes. So where can uh, people find you on Twitter or something? Or do you oh, even cr- want to? Oh yeah. Well yeah. Craig bought yo. That's, oh, that's my good. name on both. Oh, yeah. C-R-A-I-G-B-O-T-Y-O. Yeah, and that's me on, on Twitter if you want me to. Basically, all I do is tweet at wrestlers. And, um, that's and, true. And then, then Instagram, I, I don't use it a lot, but I do use it sometimes. Neville! <laughs> Neville! To say. Um, you can find me at Jimmy Skull. You can find Eric at Prime Trim. I think he's going to be back full-time starting next week, but don't hold me to that. But he, he he's I in, won't. He's anticipating that he'll be back next week. Um, please write in. You can with the questions or comments or concerns or hate or love at jamericapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash jamerica. If you want to check out some of Craig and I's older stuff, check out Fool's Gold Rush podcast where we talk about Gold Rush. And you can also go a real deep dive to Ooh, the old, old men school. on the mountain. Mm-hmm. The last episode came out four years ago. Do you believe in that? Drippity dip. That's fucking crazy. Wow. Um, but it's fun. There's some uh, Eric's on there a few times. A bunch of our friends just talking some shit, mm-hmm. basically talking about getting drunk or running run run-ins with the cops. It's kind of what yeah, it evolved yeah. into. The theme of it was story you might stories we might one day tell our our kids. And now you're actually gonna have a kid. I'm gonna have a kid. So maybe it's maybe a good time to bring something like that back. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it's called Old Men on the Mountain, and they're still they might not be up there forever. We might stop paying for that mm-hmm. in one of these days. But uh, check it out. It's a fun time. You might yeah. like it. Um. But yeah, in the, in the meantime, you know, there's some advice I like to, for you Gold Rush listeners that are here that we like to impart oh, to our yeah. listeners. It's just a, it's a, a credo to live by. Do you know, do you know what I might be talking about? I think so. Well, let's do it together then. All right. Keep on knocking on the screen door. Huh?